What is up, Podcast Nation? This is your host, Killer Timorg, and let's get rolling into the news. Any Keemstar Kim fans out there? Holy shit, I gotta take these monitors off. I gotta get a new laptop, bro. This shit crazy. I don't understand, like, for some reason, last night I was trying to edit some shit up for the podcast. Um, you heard it, actually. I'm just gonna throw it on here, so that took me, like, an hour. (laughs) I know it's, uh, it's a little choppy, you know, but, um... Yeah, that's the best I got, I think. I don't I was looking for more samples of Kanye West saying good. And that's really hard to find. I'm gonna have to do like a deep dive on his shit, like interviews and stuff, because I need to find like a hard good. Because in the you know, in the song Good Morning, it's like good morning. Like the morning is way more pronounced, right? Which is cool. But the good needs some work. So, and the after also comes from the same song. I just, like, scoured the song. It was just like, come on, baby. Come on, give me an after. And luckily, there was one at the beginning of, or I think it was the end of a verse, but it was the first word in the line. So, got a kind of a good after. But, we'll see. Um, I'm trying to do a little more editing. This is actually going to be the challenge series here. Because my dryer is going, um, like, one wall away. One wall and a shower away from my mic right now. So you guys can probably hear quite a bit of that. I actually don't know how much you'll be able to pick up anyways. Because these studio monitors are just, like, stuck at max volume. The sound settings on my laptop are not correct. Like, this thing, and I know it probably just sounds like I don't know how to use it, but, like, it just randomly opens shit from time to time, and it doesn't have viruses. I've Like, I've cleaned it off. I'm a, I'm a John Methhead McAfee supporter, so... Um, did he kill himself? <laughs> Coming in strong. It's been three minutes and I've already said suicide. Damn. Um, did he kill himself though? Like, didn't he go to prison or some shit and he was like, he had, okay, how did John McAfee die? Because I feel like there's a crazy story. Okay. Who created the died by hanging in his prison cell on Wednesday after the Spanish High Court authorized his extradition to the U.S. Ah. So he fleed to the U.S. and then got extradited, so he killed himself. Makes sense. But didn't he, like, say, like, a whole bunch of shit, like, I'm gonna kill my, like, if, 
like if I get caught or whatever the fuck, he was like, I'm gonna kill myself. Like I, I feel like there was a lot of memes about that. Like <laughs> it's kind of funny that there's memes about that, but you know, uh, John McAfee threats. Let's see what that does. Uh, okay, in March of this year, McAfee was indicted. What? This is a 2021. What? Oh, did he just kill himself? <laughs> Wait. Wait a second. Wait. When did John McAfee die? No, not Johnny Cash, goddammit. Although, rest in peace, the kid. Wow, he did do that this year. Holy shit, topical. Hey, guys, remember when John McAfee killed himself? Holy. I thought this was, like, at least a few years ago. That's crazy, bro. Man, time really flies, you know? Time also heals all wounds. And time is the only commodity... Nah, that's not one. What is it? It's uh, time. I don't know, man. Man, cliches are fucked up, though, right? Because they're so cliche. But also, they're fucking true. Like, people have been saying that shit for a reason. And my weed brain is blocking me from good examples. But, uh, like, time heals all wounds. That's a good one. It really does. Shit gets easier after a while. Um, who knows how much time, but it does. That's true. Um, what's another cliche? I'm just going to look up popular cliches and we're going to decipher these motherfuckers. Because they're very true. But they are cliche, which is weird. It's meta. It's like meta English pretentious bitches saying shit like this. Like, why is it looked down upon to, like, use cliches in your writing? Because I remember whenever I was writing papers in, like, high school and college, there was just, like, these weird, like, don't don't use cliches. But I'm a fan. So I'm going to look up popular cliche. How the fuck? Cliche. Okay. All that glitters is not gold. <laughs> I think there's an entire Spongebob episode dedicated to this. Don't get your knickers in a twist. Uh, All for one, one for all. Kiss and make up. He has his tail between his legs. Okay, these are dumb. These are like... These are like the... Uh, the... Uh, um, Just like random... I don't know what I'm trying to say. Just like figure of speech cliches. I'm looking for like life lesson cliches. You know what I'm saying? Popular life lesson cliches. Yeah, treat others the way you want to be treated. When life gives you lemons, make lemonade. Ooh, if you have nothing nice to say, say nothing at all. Looking at you. Random listener. Money can't buy happiness. Don't count your chickens before they're hatched. And beggars can't be choosers. See, these are good cliches. 
these are almost as good as uh, some some proverbs or some shit, you know? Because there is a reason they are cliche. There's a reason you've heard them a million thousand times. But nobody digests any of that shit. Like, nobody digests when life gives you lemons, make lemonade. That's make the best of every moment. You know, find the silver lining in the cloud, all that bullshit, right? It's a good piece of advice, but when life gives you lemons, make <coughs> make combustible citrus grenades. That's from Portal. I hope I got that right. But anyways, like, you know, money can't buy happiness. No, it can't. That's the entire fucking point of Squid Game. By the way, y'all watch Squid Game? Holy. I just finished that shit last night. That was fucking good, dude. I think there's about to be a Korean cinema renaissance in the United States. And if Parasite started it, Squid Game solidified it. And now there's about to be a huge flood. Mark my words. Within the next six months to a year, there will be two more very popular Korean whatever the fuck IPs on Netflix and they're going to smash like their their cinema's coming in in a big way and it's kind of crazy because no other country's cinema has really done that in the United States like yeah you can be like one of those little fucking like art boys <laughs> oh I'm a fan of French cinema <laughs> and all that bullshit but like it's not popular like, nothing ever got popular. Like, what's the most popular foreign film before Parasite? Like, I don't know, Gangnam Style? <laughs> but, you know, I think it's cool. I'm an anime enjoyer. I, uh, I, I take in the foreign f culture. Dude, I had to watch Squid Game on sub, by the way. Like, if you if you watched all nine episodes of that fucking show... Listening to the English voiceover. God rest your soul, dude. <laughs> it's so bad. It's always so bad. See, that's my thing with anime. I'm not one of those guys that's like, sub only, brah. I prefer the dub. If there's a good dubbed version, I prefer that. Like, Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, probably my favorite anime. It's got a really good dub. You know, I've also watched it in Japanese. And that's always good. But, you know, if it's got a good dub, I'm going to rock with it. I watched Hunter x Hunter. I didn't like the dub. Bad dub. So, like, 10, 12 episodes in, I switched over to sub. Great. It's a terrific anime. It's fucking fantastic. But, I can't watch the dub. And, whenever... <laughs> okay, whenever it was the scene in Squid Game, where homie wins like it's the first episode he wins the the like the horse race shit and then he gets pickpocketed by the girl if you haven't seen the first episode fuck you um and then he comes and he gets like cornered by those guys in the bathroom the dude like the main bad guy like the main thug that like stuck the knife in his nose and shit his voiceover in the english dub is so bad it's so bad. It's like, 
you were supposed to give me your money, and now I will make you bleed. He, he like, fucking licks his blood, and he's like, oh, your blood is sweet. Seems you've been eating well with all the money you owe me. <laughs> Dude. And then you watch it in Korean, you know, and it's like, the guy's actual voice, he's acting. It's good. I, I can't imagine watching some of the later scenes in that show, because there's a lot of death in the show, so obviously a lot of the characters you like die. And their death moments, I can't imagine watching that in the U.S. version, because I did watch the first uh, the first episode like that at my buddy Brendan's house. Shout out Brendan Ryan. Um, <laughs> I just fucking will just like fully expose people's first and last names to all fucking 20 of my listeners. Yeah. It's pretty good. You guys should go fucking give Brendan a kiss or something. Anyways. Um, I watched that first episode at his house, so you you kind of get to see you get to see the first game, and whenever the people are dying and shit, it it just it's not good, bro. It's not, and like the main character, Jihoon, he fucking sounds like white guy number three, just like a generic ass white guy voice. Like, and that's the problem with dubs, people that are doing dub voice acting for foreign shit especially live action shit they're not good (laughs) they're not the best I'll say okay it's not like they got George Clooney doing the fucking (laughs) doing the voiceover like this is fucking Sam this is Sam Adams alright not the beer guy either he got made fun of in middle school for being named that, okay? This guy's the voice actor. Fucking nerdy Sam Adams. <laughs> like, miss me with that, bro. I would much rather have to actually like pay attention to the show and, and read the dialogue than be able to like cook while I kind of listen and watch and then just be pissed off because <laughs> these voices are terrible. Same way with Star Wars Visions, bro. If you haven't seen Star Wars Visions, you need to check that shit out. And do not watch it in dub, please. Please, it's bad. It's bad. One of my favorite episodes of Star Wars Visions. Okay, so I guess I need to explain it. Because it's kind of like... uh, They basically gave 10... Or maybe it was 9... I think it's 10. I think they gave 10 different anime production studios and like, you know, like 10 anime writers. They gave them rights to just make a Star Wars episode. Just a 22 minute, whatever. So it's all these different art styles. All It's like 10 different art styles, 10 different stories. It's completely not connected in any way. It's super sick though. It's kind of Cowboy Bebop-esque. You know, where you don't really know what you're going to get, but it's fucking dope. Um, One of my favorite episodes of that was one where there was like a tribe and there was this uh, dude that had to marry the princess and all this shit. The voice that they gave the princess, who is like anime girl number two, she's best girl, right? Like she's this classic, you know, 
kind of chibi looking just anime girl they gave her annoyed white girl number seven's voice ah the sun's so beautiful as it sets where it's just shit like that and like if you listen to the sub she's like best girl right like cute like oh and you're like ah yes best girl but you listen to the dub and she sounds like she works at fucking starbucks it's fucking terrible dude it's so bad can't do it and i will say in defense of of uh, the people that are sub only all the cool moments in anime are usually even cooler in sub because they sell the fuck out those people go fucking hard because that is George Clooney acting, right? Like, that's Japanese George Clooney. That's George Clooney do. George Clooney do. I am Kensolodo. So. <laughs> oh, God. I don't know if I've ever busted out my Japanese voice on the. <laughs> on the podcast. <laughs> But it's good. It's real good. I thought about doing a segment because the other day at my job, um, I don't really want to say where I worked because I don't think the people I work for would appreciate some of the things I say on this podcast. And, um, yeah, you know, let's just keep church and state separate here you know what i'm saying <laughs> gotta keep the church a good after morning separated from my uh, financial obligations but no i do have a new job though i'm basically selling flamethrowers and uh it's pretty sick but we had a we had like these constitution pamphlets come in and they're just like little there's like four of them. I don't even know where the fuck they came from. I just found them in there. I might have one in my... No. It's on my desk still. So I can study it. It's just got like the preamble and then it's got like the Bill of Rights, you know. Um. <laughs> but I was reading the Constitution in my, uh, in my surfer guy voice, you know. That was actually a really weak take of that, but I want to. I was wanting to do a segment where I would read different, <laughs> like legal, legal things or legal situations, legal documents. Uh, you know, like, like the final verdict of like the the OJ case, but all in like Valley Surfer guy voice, you know, or frat guy voice, whatever you want to say. I'm just going to look up Bill of Rights. We're going to get a little taste of what's going to happen. Oh, that's a definition. Okay. Let's see. 
Why are these not, like, as they're written? On the nationalarchives.com. Why is this a breakdown of the Bill of Rights? God. Cut my life into pieces! This is my last resort! This is fucking dumb. Alright, you know what? I give up. I'm just gonna hit you guys with that someday. I'll bring a pamphlet home. <laughs> I'll fucking... I'll, I'll bring one home and, and just slap it on your faux head. On that faux head and them. So I think I'm going to start going to Tulsa more to do comedy. I went to a show with Dakota. It was a show that Dakota was on. Dakota Six Killer. Friend of the podcast. Uh, fellow Jayite. I'm pretty sure that's what people from Jay are called. is Jayites. It's really dumb. I want to be a Jason. <laughs> Anyways. I went to a comedy show. I think it was like the... It's got a dumbass name, bro. The name of this bar is dumb. It's fucking expensive, too. The guy that was working there was kind of cool, the bartender. But, yikes, man. <clears throat> I fucking ordered a whiskey sour. And, uh... Alright, hold on. I got a pee, so we'll come back to this. Alright, I'm back, pussy boys. So that bar is called Foolish Things Bar and Biscuit. I don't recommend it. I don't recommend it. Um, maybe it's just me. Uh, but I ordered a fucking whiskey sour. And the guy's like, hey, you want to put some egg whites in that? And I've never, I've ordered whiskey sours at a lot of bars. That's my, that's kind of my go-to drink at bars. It's usually not too expensive. You know, seven, eight bucks at the most. In most places. And... Depending on the whiskey you're getting, honestly, and it's usually not great. That's what the sour is for. <laughs> but but he, he offers me egg whites, and I'm like, nah, nah, you can keep them, man. And he just kind of laughed, and he, you know, he walked off. And then later that night, after the show and everything, and I'll talk more about the show. I just wanted to kind of that this <laughs> there's this other guy sitting at the bar, and the same bartender like cracks an egg on the edge of his drink and like starts putting an egg white in it and he's like oh man i don't i don't want egg whites he's like <laughs> he's like oh shit that's my bad bro i'll get you a new one and he was drinking like it looked like a beer honestly because <laughs> it was just like kind of that pale kind of bubbly looking color i don't know what the fuck it was <laughs> homie was just dumping egg whites in it <laughs> like what's What's this dude's fucking deal with throwing egg whites at people's drinks, bro? Leave me alone. I've never heard of a whiskey sour with egg whites. Never. And that shit was $12. That was a $12 whiskey sour. And I tipped because I'm a good man, so that was a $14 whiskey sour. <laughs> That's crazy, bro. But the show was... Okay. There were some decent comedians there, but it was just the structure of the show was not set up well. Like, I don't want to diss anybody, but the host, I think it was her first time hosting. So she kind of got up there and was like, ah, hey, blah, blah, blah. And then she butchered the first comic's name like four times in a row, like enough that it got kind of awkward. You know, it wasn't like she butchered his name, brought him up. 
It was like she butchered his name. He corrected her. She he she butchered it. She butchered it. He corrected her again. She butchered it. And then she was like, "Yeah, come on up." <laughs> it's not good. Not good. But Dakota did did okay. Um out of I think the six comics that performed, he was definitely in the the top 3. The uh the the lady that closed actually I don't remember her name she killed she was fucking she was she was kind of nasty not gonna lie she was like a um kind of a a thicker like short kind of like you know a a well built woman you know from the floor up <laughs> and she was a lesbian you know she had a few jokes about that about her coming out and shit but she was fucking hilarious dude she killed she did good. And then there was another old guy. His name was Michael Patton. Um, and he was like, he's like in his 60s. Like, ha- you know, he was, most of his jokes were coming from that perspective. And he, you know, he's like full suit and tie, like, like that kind of guy. So that was kind of cool to see, see this guy working. And then Dakota uh, uh, was also fucking, he did okay. Um, He was doing pretty good. And then as it went on, you know, he was doing kind of some crowd work, and then just randomly the host runs over, because, like, a girl said something from, you know, it's not a big area, there's probably, like, 30, 40 people there, maybe, and, you know, the girl said something, and Dakota was like, you know, can you repeat, you know, I didn't really hear you, can, you know, you say it again, and she goes, wait, 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 and she ran over there like from she was standing in front of me and I was in the back of the room kind of by the bar and she ran from in front of me all the way up to the stage got the mic from Dakota and then took it over to the girl to get her to hash this thing out and again went on too long it was awkward what should have been a a reconfirmation of what she said the joke and then move on maybe another joke turned into like this two or three minute ordeal and then dakota had to <laughs> keep making jokes after that <laughs> so you know it, and he had one of the better sets and that shit happened so the other t- three guys just oh there was there was seven comics on because there was yeah, because there, uh, there was another lady in there, and she did okay. She went up second. Out of all the... Because it was mostly a mass bombing, except for the very last girl. And maybe Michael Patton, you could argue, he didn't bomb as much. Um, But the uh, the second girl, she did okay. She was... I don't remember her name. I need to fucking know these people's names. <laughs> like... I'm talking about going to do more stand-up comedy in Tulsa, and then <laughs> met like fucking eight comedians, and I don't remember any of them. <laughs> but uh, but she did okay. She did okay. The other three guys was just kind of bad. There was a dude there. Um, he walked on stage with a backpack. His opening joke was his only joke, and it was, "Man, look at me. I'm thirty year old. Thirty years old. And I'm." wearing a backpack <laughs> and that was it that was the only joke that he <laughs> that he got to land 
He didn't have very many jokes anyways. He was really awkward. Like, and it was good for me to go to this show. Because the little bit of stand-up I've done around Grand Lake, I'm the only guy who's a comedian. I'm the only one, right? So getting to actually see, like, you know, in Tulsa, that I could have done as good or better than Backpack Guy, like, easily. Like, he was the second to last to close, and he went up there, and did his shit, and then the host comes up, and she's, like, trying to get rid of him, and he goes, oh, do you want to see what I got in my backpack? And she's like, uh, okay, you know, and they kind of start digging it out, and he had, like, fucking some organic milk, and, like, almonds, and a hoodie, or some shit. It was just not anything cool. It was, like, nothing that you could even really, like, talk about is it's like this guy had half a bag of almonds and some half drink milk and a fucking extra shirt <laughs> so he's just kind of hanging out on stage uh, the host starts announcing the next girl to come up she comes up dude's putting shit back in his backpack on stage still and you know he gives closing homegirl the the mic and she like kind of starts her set and dude's still just hanging around and she's like, Jesus Christ, what, the, what is this show and tell? And she just starts kind of ripping into him, which was hilarious. Like, and you could tell he was pissed. Like he, I was kind of by the stage at this point and he, he picked up it, like he got his bag and slung it back over his shoulder, his little shitty jam sport. And then, then. He like put her on. He put his hand on her shoulder and like said some shit to her. She's like, "Okay, well, you need to go sit down." <laughs> he goes and sits down. She's like, "Jesus Christ, people really lost their mind in COVID." He's like, and "There's a good example of it right there." <laughs> she just started tearing him to shreds, dude. It was good. She came out swinging. Yeah, I need to. I need to hook up with that. <laughs> Maybe that's the wrong words. I need to. uh befriend that bitch <laughs> damn I just need to sleep with her or something maybe I'll get some funny from her shit I'll give some funny to her some funny disease <laughs> yeah but no it was good times I think I'm gonna try and do a, uh, an open mic this week um I gotta text Zayden back. Um, yeah, I think I'm gonna do a pod, a open mic this week, and we'll see how that goes. It should be good though, you know. Like, um, I think I'll end up going to the one on Tuesday. I think is what Dakota said. I need to get his phone number because I just been DMing him on Twitter. That's a really loose way to talk to somebody. Like the guy's been in my fucking house and I don't have his phone number. <laughs> but yeah. Um I think I'm gonna go do that. I've got some I got some decent jokes cooked up I can hit them with. I don't know how long I can go. If it's an open mic, that's easy though, because you know you just fill some time. But 
I just kind of pulled up my shit. <laughs> there was one day I was high and I went to Dollar General and I was. <laughs> I walked in there and I was just like, Dollar General? More like Dollar Generally out of shit. <laughs> Dollar Tree, more like Dollar Treat this as your last trip. Family dollar, we're like your family dollar gone. <laughs> God, that's so dumb. Dollar generally out of everything is a pretty good. That's a pretty good, uh, good line though. I could use that. The fucking dollar treat this like your last trip. It's fucking dumb. <laughs> Man, my fucking, like, you can tell, holy shit, so what is that, why is that so long? I'm scrolling through, like, my stand-up musings, and, bro, <laughs> there's some fucking long ones. <laughs> anyways, you guys don't want to hear me fucking describe words you can't see or hear that would be ridiculous right ha 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 oh man I'm gonna keep it a buck with y'all though I grilled a steak on the grill the other night I grilled a steak on the grill but I seared a steak more appropriately on the grill using a cast iron on my grill grates Never done that before. The steaks were very done. They were well done. Um, I also dry aged them for two for two full days, so forty eight hours. So these steaks were like, you know, different. I've never really made a a steak like that before, and um, they were fucking good though. They were good. If you're gonna dry brine steaks, 24 hours, bro. 24. That's all you need. The reason mine went for 48 hours is because I started, like, I salted them. A dry brine is basically you just dry the steak off, like, pat it down with a paper towel or something. And put it in a pan. And just cover that motherfucker with salt. Just, like, you know, a, a hefty amount of sea salt. I did sea salt and then kosher salt on another steak because I wanted to see the difference. Not much of a difference. <laughs> so, um, you know, you salt them up, get them all covered, like all sides, and then you just stick them in the fridge and uncovered, and you just leave them there for 24 hours, you know. But I did that the day before I was supposed to go to Dakota's show. And I was just so excited to try dry brining that I didn't even think about it. That I was not going to be able to cook these t the next day. So I just did it. And you know, once you fucking cover them with salt, like, you're you're there. Like, you're done. <laughs> so, so they got a 48-hour dry brine. And, which probably would have been good if I didn't cook it so long. It's just that they were so dry. 
you know? And I think the 48 hours really, because like on the edges of the steak and like the fat caps, it was a New York strip. And, you know, actually the funny thing about New York strips is that you can eat them anywhere, not just in New York. (laughs) I think I said that like four times on the live stream I did while I was cooking those steaks. I just did like an Instagram live. (laughs) Anyways, so I... You know, I cooked them with, um, did avocado oil to, to sear them in because that's got like a really high smoke point. And that pan was every bit of 700 degrees, bro. Like that shit was fucking scorching hot. Um, I kind of, I kind of waited a little long cause I needed it to be even hotter to be honest with you. Cause I didn't get a good sear on my second side of my steaks. Um, the the top side was fucking good. It had a nice fucking scrapey crust. Nice. The the other side was just, you know, looked like it was like a broiled steak or something. You know, like not, you know, it was just mostly gray looking. <laughs> so, um, I, I cooked them in that with like butter. I did butter basting with uh, thyme and rosemary and some garlic garlic cloves that I squash with my hand because I don't fuck around. <laughs> I don't even think there was anybody in the live stream whenever I was sitting there fucking smashing garlic with my hand. <laughs> Just taking like the the butt, I guess, with my hand, like where you're the very bottom, you know, that piece where the wrist connects to the hand. And you're just smashing that into the table to really get some some open garlic cloves. And holy fuck, dude. I have been wasting garlic my entire life. Holy shit. Because I've I've probably seared steaks in a pan. This is my first time doing it on a grill, but I've seared steaks in a pan probably like 10, 12 times now. And every time I've used rosemary, thyme, butter, garlic, right? But I've never saved the garlic cloves and fucking ate them. Holy shit, Bubby. I ate one of those garlic cloves, like, whenever they were still warm. The meat had just finished resting. I just cut it, so, you know, I was trying it. And I had my chunk of meat. I ate half of it, and I was like, damn, that's, you know, that's pretty good. It's fucking done. (laughs) It's fucking well done, but it's not, you know, it's still fucking meat. still tasted amazing. Um, And then I was like, fuck it. Give me one of these garlic cloves. And I stabbed that motherfucker and I ate it with the meat and the flavor explosion that I got. Like, I'm going to remember that moment for a while. That, I can't describe to you (laughs) just how much that fucking punched me in the face, bro. That shit was so good. Because it's literally just garlic, butter, rosemary, thyme, and you taste all four of those things in that garlic along with like the beef element you know and then like the actual meat itself that also has those flavors plus the black pepper and salt and shit you know very good very good holy shit i think i gushed to megan like i am to you guys for like (laughs) for like five minutes after i ate that (laughs) and i did like probably five or six cloves 
of garlic in there. So I was able to, you know, chow down. Megan's not a big garlic fan. They spray um this like garlic oil based like I don't know if it's like an insecticide or something. I think it's a preventative spray that she sprays on her uh marijuana plants at work and um it's it's fucking garlic oil, so it just smells like garlic. So she's not a fan of garlic because <laughs> she has to fucking smell that overpowering like vapor garlic shit. Not great. Not great. Me, however, I'm a garlic enjoyer. I got garlic in my veins, son. Ain't no vampire gonna get me. But holy fuck was that good, man. I gotta get more beef. I wish that... Um... I wish that beef didn't cost like a million dollars right now. It's fucking crazy, dude. Those steaks that I bought, I got from Reesers. Um, rest in peace, Reesers. <laughs> but I got them from Reesers as they're having their big meat sale. And I think I paid $35 for four New York strips. And they were good. And they were like, it was, they're good chunky pieces of meat, right? You know? It wasn't like I was getting shorted, but a New York strip isn't the most glamorous steak out there, you know. It's no ribeye. Like, there's not a whole lot of marbling in a strip. They got a little bit on the outside, a little bit of fat, but, you know, unless you're getting, like, some really good not-grocery-store beef like I was, um, you know, you're just getting a steak. <laughs> you know, nothing glamorous. But they were fucking good, man. I grilled the first two. Um, I think the night I bought them, you know, Megan and I fucking chowed down on those. Dude, it's so hard to beat salt pepper beef. It's so hard to beat salt pepper beef. <laughs> like, just salt and pepper seasoning for a steak is like all you'll need for the end of time. That shit is so fucking good. Salty red meat from a grill will take me to my grave it really will like it's going to drag me into a deep hole that i hope somebody dumps a pile of charcoal in the bottom of and just lights that bitch up so i can turn myself into what i've eaten eaten <laughs> eaten my entire life and that is barbecued beef is holy buddy that's so good that's part of the, like, it's kind of a negative and a positive to my new job is we do a lot of our marketing for our flamethrowers through YouTube people, especially cooking people. Um, and I watch a lot of grilling videos, man. I watch a lot of grilling videos. <laughs> I just stare at meat getting seasoned, getting grilled smoked like i want to try to start smoking now like i want to start smoking beef like i think i've got like three packs of short ribs in my fucking freezer still so you know i might fucking i'm sorry my nose was itchy i might run some some short ribs i need what i need to do is i should put those in like some, i should like roast them and, oh, this is exactly what I'm going to do to some of these. Okay. I'm going to, 
I'm going to do this right after the podcast. I'll give you guys the lowdown. I'm going to take these ribs out of the freezer, right? Just put them in the fridge. Let them defrost naturally. Just let them come down to temp once those babies are full thawed. I'm going to throw them bitches in our air fryer. We have a ninja, so it does, like, all the shit, you know? So I'm going to, like, basically crock pot them with some, you know, beef broth and maybe some other shit. Some, some seasoning. I don't want to go too crazy with the seasonings, at least aromatics, because check this out. After I slow cook them in that and get them cooked all the way through, get them up to temperature, you know, I'm going to take them out of there and I'm going to pan sear them motherfuckers on the grill just like I did those steaks. I've still got time. I still got rosemary and I still got butter and garlic, motherfucker. Yeah, I still got salt, too. You don't even want to know what I got about black pepper. I'm going to throw all that shit on there, boy. Oh, it's going to be good. Fuck yeah. Alright, well I got dinner. Fucking figured out, like, in a couple days. <laughs> Takes a little bit for, uh, my fucking short ribs to, to thaw out. With a big ass cold bone in the middle. Ooh. I've never tried to make bone marrow, but I wonder if you can. With the, with the, with the things, you know, like the, like the little like jelly fucking shit. People put like garlic, they'll smoke that, they'll smoke those like big hip bones and shit. Whatever the fuck it is. I think it's like the beef ribs. I'll take a beef rib and they, they smoke it. They fucking do something to the, (laughs) bone jelly on the inside I've seen it where they put like garlic and shit in there and basically just like whip it up until it looks kind of like butter and then you just put that on shit and holy fuck that's probably really good but yeah yeah I want to become a meat man that's the way I want to go so this has been another good after morning with you um, I think I'm gonna clean my house a little bit, fantasize about meat, what else is new, but, uh, you guys be sure to follow me on all my socials and shit, uh, it's t.morg on Instagram, oh wait, not my personals, you need to follow Good After Morning, <laughs> it's Good After Morning GG on Instagram, and, uh, Good After Morn on Twitter, hit that shit up. I'm going to start posting more on those soon. Um, I'm, i got to start uh, getting on my content grind a little heavy. I've, I've reassessed my situation, and I know this is a broken record fucking moment for me. But video podcasts will be coming soon, okay? Just got to, you know, put that into the ether. They are coming soon. And, um... Yeah, I think good after morning on YouTube, straight up. So check that shit out. I'll let you guys know on all those socials. And if you're listening, you'll just hear it on here whenever those start dropping. But, uh, yep, be on the lookout for more content. And suck my balls. See you.